So bloody negative about everything. So negative about everything. Zealand and welcome to the run home Sam and Brad with you for the first hour all thanks to Mick Delivery delivering your Macca's favorites straight to your door I'm here in the uh, SNZ Tauranga studio and mate the bay is stonking it is summer in a bucket today can't argue at all about what we've got in front of us uh, down here it is hot it's beautiful it's uh do we check out the pool today yeah let's have a dip let's uh, evacuated the family uh, out to the uh, the beach. They're going to be down there enjoying it. Kids running around doing uh, surf life-saving training. The, the uh, ocean's kids having a run up and down the beaches of of uh, Tauranga and Bay of Plenty. You know it is summit when uh, when that's underway. And uh, joining us in Auckland, producer Brad. Brad, please tell me the uh, the beautiful weather we're having up here is at least somewhat shared in your neck of the woods it is a gorge day in yes. auckland today it is uh the hottest day i've felt probably in about two years wow <laughs> it's very very hot outside it's beautiful uh actually let us know guys around the country how is the weather today it feels like summer may have come early uh, this it just feels like a january mid-january day today it's um it's beautiful outside so uh, look i hope everyone else is experiencing that because you know like it's uh it's a it's a nervous week for 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 rugby fans with the all blacks playing a semi-final we've um we've fallen at this stage before again in games that we should have won uh so uh look while i'm not i don't think that's going to happen this weekend you know we all we all would like a little bit of a pickup midweek as we prepare for uh you know two more wins and then we're world champions again Brad, I hope New Zealand's nervous because my concern is that we're not as a nation, that we're already thinking about the final as a, as a general populace, which is a concern for me uh, because we all know what can happen in the tournament. You just take a look at what's been happening the Cricket World Cup, some of the upsets we've seen uh, so far. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a monumental, never heard of before, can't believe that could possibly happen loss to lose to Argentina because of recent history. Obviously, in mm. Argentina have uh, found a way to win. I actually, I, I go back to this, in the quarterfinals, I still maintain that Argentina was the least rugby playing side in the quarterfinals. I think they played more like the old England, just with a better four pack, quite quite honestly, uh, than the English side did. England at least had some attempt to promote the ball and, and move it around. Yeah, and ultimately, I think if they play that way against the All Blacks uh, and, and kick away ball, the All Blacks will make them pay. It's a really interesting technical battle. Uh, the longer that game goes, Sammy, where Argentina are in it, the more nervy it's going to be for both the players and the fans. But look, I I, I have faith this week in particular. Uh, I think next week, specifically if we're playing the Springboks, that's going to be a very 
very nervous week because of what the box did to us at Twickenham, but we'll see how that plays out. You mentioned the Cricket World Cup, Sammy, and don't you think that the Black Caps are just quietly going down their work with little to no fuss whatsoever? They're professionally getting jobs done. What they're doing is they're Penrith panthering this world, this Cricket World Cup. Yeah, and but without the uh, without the comparisons being made, are they greatest of all time? And that type of, like Penrith Panthers, yes, you're right. They went about their business, but people expected that of them. Mm. Whereas I think that the attention after after that uh, the opening game against England, we should point out that the uh, the New Zealand side have been playing some of the teams you would expect them to put away. But Correct. everyone's got to play them. It's round robin. You've yep. got to do it, uh, and they've been achieving the results you need to do. And we should also highlight just because you're playing the quote unquote minnows at this Cricket World Cup, it doesn't mean you're guaranteed. Result, tell England that. England yeah. didn't have, I would have thought there was a lay down Missouri against it. Tell South Africa that. The, they lost exactly. to the Dutchies. Yeah, uh, two the, teams the, that we've beaten now, so that's huge. The Aussies as well now. So, you know, like, the, it is, uh, it is a, a real banana skin of a World Cup for so many teams. And so, well, I was just going to say, Sammy, and you're talking about the upset, what, what these results mean for the, the Black Caps in terms of beating these teams they should, should beat, it gives them. Uh, how do I put this? It, it gives them uh, an out in other games, right? So the game, you know, we've got a big game against India. They can, we want to win that game. They win that game. They're in the semifinals pretty much, but they they don't have to win that game. So now they've got four games left. I think it is maybe five. Um, yeah, five. I, think, I think they're two wins away from securing a spot in the semifinals um, judged on, on the past World Cup in terms of how many points you need. But they're affording themselves the room to have one bad performance, which will happen over the course of a World Cup. You are not, everything's not going to click in every single game. No, and, and one of your bugbears that you bring up a lot as well, uh, Brad, is that they're not just winning, they're winning by the margins they need to boost that net run rate. Now, I know you talk about like, the bonus points are not uh, in the World Cup pool stages and in tournaments like Super Rugby. These bonus points do matter. They're not just beating Afghanistan. They're putting enough space on them to make that net run rate that could potentially decide uh, a place in the semifinals for somebody, hopefully not the uh, something that the Black Caps have to worry about. But should it come down to it, they put themselves in a better position, and I, I watched the uh, the match last night, uh, Brett. I was uh, a night owl last night, and I I got nervous a couple of times uh, just because if Afghanistan just beat England, right? So if you can't give them respect, then when are when are you going to? Yeah. And uh, Rashid, their spinner, I think is world class. I reckon he's one of the the best limited over spinners in in the world. I, I I prepare to argue he might be the best uh, if he was in a better side. Well, interesting he, thing is that just just on that, Sammy Simon Dool on the show yesterday said uh, of their three spinners, Rashid would walk into any international side in, yep. in the world. Um, Majib would probably be in in any international side in the world, and Nabi would be in and around any international side in the world so their three spinners are three of the very best slow bowlers in world cricket yeah look, none of their fielders will make any international side uh, in the world <laughs> some of the worst some of the worst of catching attempts you'll see at a uh, international level but those when the black caps lost two clusters of wickets in a row and if you don't watch the game uh which is fair enough right so it's, it's an un, unhelpful hour as well as a game that you go oh well they'll probably win so i'm not going to put my body through that You'd look at the scorecard and go, oh, they did it easy. They didn't. Uh, when they lost uh, Will Young and uh, Rashinda, uh, with, and Ravinder as well, it was a really big, that was a real big turning point. And Glenn Phillips played the least Glenn Phillips-like innings I've ever seen in my life. It was boring. It was slow. It wasn't trying thing. And then he pulled the trigger once him and Tom Latham got well settled and battled for a long time. Really smart. And when they both went as well, a little bit nervous that things could fall out. But uh, that, look. Oh, you've got massive reps on the on the man, Brad. But Mark Chapman, mm. he just made sure that there was no there was uh, there was no chance for 
Afghanistan uh, to pick up any momentum. Yeah, and look, what 109 for one turned into 110 for four because Daryl Mitchell went a couple of balls later uh, when Will and Rash and Ravindra fell in the same over. Uh, and then I think it was a 22-23 over stand between Tom Latham, Glenn Phillips. They put on 150-odd. They went at snail's pace for 15, 16 of those overs, you know, just noodling the ball around. And then they hit a... They hit a they, they hit the, the kill switch uh, with 10 overs to go, 110 runs or just a slightly under that off the, the back end of the, those last 10 overs. Uh, 75 runs off the last five overs, Sam, uh, w- was massive. And that included an over where we lost two wickets and what three runs, I think, went for it when Phillips and Latham went. But then Mark Chapman, who uh, Gary Stead loves because he's one of the only players in world cricket that Gary Stead believes can hit from ball one. And we that saw that it. last night. He came in and he did his, his job. He did a, it, it wasn't a match-winning innings, but it was a very, very important innings to get New Zealand from 260 to almost 290. You know, so that that was, and that 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 adds a lot of pressure to the run chase. 260, very very gettable, and Afghanistan have batted well in this tournament, uh, scoring over 270 in three of their four games. So, uh, yeah, uh, impressive from Mark Chapman, uh, and he's keeping Jimmy Neesham out of the side at the moment as that finisher at the back end of the innings. Geez, it's a missed opportunity for Daryl Mitchell, a missed opportunity to to really cement himself, and not that you know I, I think he's any danger of being dropped specifically. But Kane Williamson's thun comes right, and he becomes available. Let's all uh, let's put our good vibes out there. Someone's got to go, mm. uh, and you'd be hard pressed to uh, to drop anyone else in that batting order right now. Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, uh, it'll be you're right that Mitchell's going to want to make sure he's in form when Kane Williamson comes back. But at the moment, you think it's between Rash and Ravindra and Will Young, and that innings that Ravindra played against England has probably bought him three or four games. He scored thirty odd last night, looked pretty good until he got himself out. With, he looked shot. like he was getting a bit frustrated. Uh, the previous over against Rashid Khan, he'd played some silly shots, and it just looked like he was trying to force the pace where maybe the pitch wasn't allowing it, uh, and and played a silly shot, and then and then New Zealand got into a bit of trouble off the back of that but uh, and Will Young again better really well last night but just keeps getting himself out when he's set which is not a great uh, position to be in uh, but New Zealand doing the job without their best player and that's what's exciting me yeah it's uh, we we should be proud of how this black cap side's going and we should also be stoked that they're going under the radar yep India are uh, also undefeated but geez might not be the way the next time they play Brad if, uh, if black caps if the black caps beat India on Sunday then don't worry about them being under the radar. They will be right at right and centre, flashing bright on everyone's uh, everyone's list. And while we talk about a great result for the Black Caps, we're, uh, we we got the uh, the confirmation that we expected. No one was particularly surprised with the 23 announced for the All Blacks yesterday, of course, um, and was well covered here on the run home yesterday. But when you see it there written down in, in black and white, it, it does jump at me. I, I, I still I feel like... Leicester Fainuku is so hard done by. What what more could he have done in that situation? And I, I'll I'll hear a coach say horses for courses and all that jazz. No worries. And and obviously the uh, the dropping of of Dane Cole suggests that is the case as well. Because not like he did any reason not to be picked again. But geez, I feel I feel for him. I thought he made every post a winner. He did. The flip side to that is Mark Talaya was probably our form player going into the the, the little ban that he got for uh, being a silly boy. So. Look, that, that's a that, that's a selection uh, dilemma, conundrum that they had, and I don't think you make a bad decision either way. Uh, both those two guys were the form wingers of Super Rugby, uh, so so you're not losing. They're, they're slightly different players, 
uh, in terms of firing Anuku's all power and speed and, and Talia's more uh, guile and speed with a little bit of power chucked in as well. Uh, but he's he's been he's made every post a winner as, as an all black Mark Talia. I I uh, I can see where your argument's coming from, and I'd have Lester firing Anuku in my twenty three somewhere. He's a game winner, uh, but on on form. Mark Tillier probably just edges it based off what he did against France and, and what he's done in the all-black jersey this year. Yeah, and look, I, I'm not putting uh, Mark Tillier down or saying he's not worthy of being a starter, but look, if you sacrifice an all-black jersey, they're not, they're not given out. It's not a fa- It shouldn't be a favourite scenario. In, in a situation like the knockout games, when someone's got form and somebody else let the team down, let's be very fair, he let the team down, uh, to come racing back in there, it's, you know, I think quite a few of the uh, All Black squad will feel uh, feel for Leicester after that, personally. But yeah, it's it's on with it, and it's a, it's a good team. We'll be uh, covering it off plenty more, of course, through the course of the show. And uh, and Brad is another New Zealander making a fair few headlines over there, and and Ben O'Keefe. Uh, yeah. He, he, look, let's face it, Ben O'Keefe didn't get into refereeing to be popular, uh, and if he did, he's been failing miserably at that for a while because he's copped it from. New Zealand fans, overseas fans for quite some time now, but he sticks to his guns and I, listen, I, I rate him as a whistleblower and I think he keeps the emotion out of it too, but yeah, the French, not big fans. It's just gross, Sam, and like everyone outside of France believes Ben O'Keefe had a very, very good game. Uh, <laughs> and a game can't be that good. Yeah, that good 100%. and that even without yeah. without a referee with a referee doing a bad job. And that's the point that a lot of pundits are making are saying, look, this is one of the greatest rugby games in the history of the World Cup. It's arguably one of the greatest rugby games that's ever been played. And Ben O'Keefe was the official. The game uh, flowed. It was it was an excellent game. There were what six six tries, maybe seven tries scored over the course of the game. Uh, and there was free flowing rugby. Uh, there were there yes, there were a few decisions that maybe got wrong. I think. Um, uh, a data analyst has come out and said, look, he, he made 19 decisions. It is our belief he got two wrong. I think that striking at, at that percentage is pretty good for a rugby referee, Sam, especially when he doesn't have the uh, the, the benefit of being able to look at the data and the uh, and analysis in, in real time to make a decision. Ben O'Keefe's had an excellent World Cup. We should be very proud of him. If the All Blacks lose this weekend, there's a good chance that he's going to referee the final, specifically if uh, England get through... Um, over South Africa, I know that's highly unlikely, but I think I think it's pretty obvious that if South Africa beat England, Wayne Barnes is going to call the final. He's got the week off this week um, with Angus Gardner calling that um, one of the games and Ben O'Keefe the other. So, yeah, uh, I think Ben O'Keefe's been excellent, and I think the French need to just get over it. They weren't good enough to win the game. Uh, you know, they're not giving credit to the opposition. South Africa were magnificent. I understand they've been eliminated from their home tournament, but they had a chance to win that game uh, um, throughout the whole entire 80 minutes and didn't. So go blame yourselves, blame your coach, blame your halfback, blame your kicker who missed a couple of shots of goal, uh, and and maybe just have a bit of bit of bit of humility and stop uh, having a go at a referee who did a very very good job. I tell you what, if you want to be a successful referee at international level and get given the big assignments over the next what four to eight years, relocate to Australia. I mean, you're safe, right? They're not going to be playing in any of the big games. It's, it's, the, it's the way to put yourself out of the picking order. Being, yeah. knocked out, being knocked out of a test just because your home nation's there. But anyway, we digress. And let's take a look at what's coming up on this packed show with your Macca's menu. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. We're speaking to the coach of the Kiwis, Michael Maguire, in the very near future. We're hearing from both camps as well involved in the NPC final this weekend. That's shaping up to be an absolute stonker as well. 
Garth Galloway will help us look back at the Black Caps' victory last night. South Canterbury coach Nigel Walsh will wrap up. He's wrapped up another successful year with the Green and Black, and he will join us. We will have a winner in our run home NPC tipping comp. Spoiler. Babe's not going to be happy. Uh, run home Thursday poll as well. More on that in a moment. We'll get a TAB sporting betting update from Jacob. That is your Macca's menu. Brought to you by Mick Delivery. Delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. The Run Home's sporting headlines. Here's what's making news today. The Black Caps have continued that perfect start to the ODI Cricket World Cup in India, picking up their fourth straight win with a 149 demolition of, Ar of Afghanistan at Chennai. Losing the toss and asked to bat first, New Zealand made it impressive in the end, 288 for six from their 50 overs before their bowlers restricted Afghanistan to 139. Will Young, Tom Latham and Glenn Phillips led the way with the bat as the trio racked up half-centuries before separate three-wicket hauls to Lockie Ferguson and Mitchell Santner bowled Afghanistan out with more than 15 overs to spare. The Black Caps net game is a doozy against host India this Sunday. Superstar winger Ruby Tui is back in the Black Ferns lineup after being named to start against France in New Zealand's first W15 test on Saturday. Tui has reclaimed the number 14 jersey for her first test of the year after taking a contracted sabbatical from New Zealand rugby to head over to the States to play sevens. Tui is just is one of just two changes to coach Alan Butting's starting 15 from last month's win over the Wallaroos. Renee Holmes also slotting back into that run on slide at fullback after recovering from a shoulder injury. World champion sprinter Elise Andrews will have the opportunity to test out the velodrome for next year's Paris Olympics as part of the UCI Track Champions League. The league is in its third year as a development from the UCI, comprising a select number of elite riders for a series of one-off exhibition events over four weeks in Europe. And those are your headlines. Now, we want, like Brad said, we want to hear what the weather's like where you are, where the summer is finally gripping you, and we'll, we hope we'll not let go for many months now. They owe us a good summer. They owe us a real summer. Uh, but the poll question we want to ask in the Thursday run-home poll, who are you on? Whose side are you? Team Talia or Team Leicester? Who would you have in that team? Who do you want to be in that team and why? Let us know by giving us a text on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Temper and Bedpost range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Give us a text on double eight, double three.